welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast. Today is a lovely day because, fellas, summer is here, the sun is out, and Christian, I know you mentioned something. Do you love going to the swimming pool? I do love going to the swimming pool. <laughs> I, If you can't tell right now, my skin is very tan. You look good. It's probably good. the tannest I've ever been. And, you know, I've, I've, I've gone to the beach, I've gone on a boat, gone on a lake, gone on a river. All in a week. Yeah, literally all in a week. But yesterday, I was at a pool party. What? Yeah, and it wasn't here. So, sorry, guys. Catch yeah. us some rays. Yeah, why Why weren't Trev and I invited to the pool party? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I, I just kind of <laughs> assumed you guys had your own pool party. <laughs> no, we weren't invited. But Trev and I, we have been doing our lounging, our <laughs> summer lounging. Um, we have a little island on our pool, for those who don't know. Um that's about it. But speaking of islands, yeah, let's go to what feels like an island in the middle of the desert, Las Vegas, wow. where the summer league is happening. How's that for a transition, that was fellas? Nice. That yeah. was nice. It's very island-esque. So it's I it's like that. it is. It's a dry heat island of 120 degrees, almost always in the summer. Um, is, has anything early on stuck out to you guys so far in the summer league? Uh, I, I mean, there's been players that have stood out that you know. They were drafted for certain reasons, and of course, they're looking good. Jairus Walker with the Pacers has been really fun to watch. That name comes first in my mind because we're literally just watching him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Victor, th- I mean, that's an easy one to talk about. Brandon Miller actually has looked better. Um, Tari Eason. Tari Eason, yeah. Yeah, I think it's been really encouraging seeing these guys that we all liked last year come into Summer League and perform well. It's like, all right. Yeah, we got we got something right here. You know, like Jalen Williams, uh, the guard for the Thunder, yeah. is just like he looked like he was way too good for summer league. Keegan Murray, uh, in the California Classic, dropped forty one points, and so he looked too good for summer league. And Jabar, that's kind of what Smith. I was going to say. Yeah. Jabari Smith Jr. That's He's you, looked better. That's what you want to see, especially from the guys that were towards the top of the lottery. You know what else is really cool? At after the draft last season, each of us picked a sleeper. Or maybe it was before the draft, we each picked a sleeper late first round, maybe second round pick. And each of our sleepers, they're playing really well. Yeah. I picked Tari Eason. Christian picked Jalen Williams. And you picked Malachi Branham. I did pick Branham. Yeah. And Branham and looks nice for the Spurs. Dude, the Spurs, the Spurs core is fun. Yeah. Freaking teams need to hire us on their scouting yeah, department. What's going on? Jeez, we, we know ball. good. We know ball, and not only that, we're looking into our little genie lamp, mm. and we've gotten these things right. There's now another question, though. What do we want to get right? And that's our future rookie of the year because there's a lot of names, one of which is obviously Chet Holmgren, who will be a potential rookie of the year um, winner since he didn't play all of last year, and of course. Victor Wimbanyama, who, as we know, is this budding superstar in year one. Guys, it's obviously hard to tell. You can't buy too much stock into um, Summer League, but if you had to guess right now, which one of those two would be more likely to win Rookie of the Year? I'm going to go on a limb here, and I actually think Chet Holmgren is going to have a better rookie year than Victor. And... The reason why I say this is just because of Chet's role on his team compared to Victor's. You know, people are going to play the Spurs, and they're looking at the Spurs as a a young team that don't really have a star. Um, But there's so much hype on Victor Weminyama that, like, people are going to want to go for him. 
They're going to double team him. They're going to try to make it difficult. They're going to push him around. Um, whereas Chet Holmgren, he has guys like SGA, Jalen Williams, Giddy. Um, they just have like a, a, a better nucleus, nucleus around. You say that word every single episode. I don't even use that word in my regular vocabulary. And every time you say it, I think of the Nacho Libre quote where he goes, nucleus. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah. I core. Just, core. The, the core. Nucleus. I feel like the core <laughs> of the thunder is just Tesla. built to where a player like Chet can succeed. <laughs> what do you say, Scott? I I just I said he said core. I said Tesla. <laughs> you want to tell the the viewers? Yeah, I, listen. You've been dying to somehow fit that uh, into the I, show. Yeah, I was told before. I was like, gotta fit it in. I was like, I got just the spot. <laughs> just interrupt <laughs> Christian speaking and say Tesla. But yeah, it's true. I traded my car today and. I got a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so while you guys are all paying for gas, stuck at the pump, I'll be just humming around in my little yeah. EV. Listen, Scott, that's the future of, of the streets, you know? <laughs> it is. Electric cars. But with the future of the NBA, <laughs> I think really I think I think is <laughs> I think is Victor Wenamiemba. You can't even say his name right. Wembenyama. There we yes. go. Thank you. I at this point. Listen, dude. Listen, Victor Wenemiemba. <laughs> Victor Tesla. Wemby. I my, <laughs> my my rookie of the year. Listen, I I love Chet, and I think Chet's gonna be really good. And yeah, like you said, I he has a great role in Oklahoma City, and there's gonna be no pressure on him this season. I think he's gonna have a great season, one hundred percent. Uh, and also another thing on Chet that I love, his attitude, he's a dog. He's kind of like mm. that Anthony Edwards type like mindset where he's just like, I don't care about anyone. Pat Bev even was on a pod talking like Chet's got that like dog in him. But for the reasons that you brought up, I actually think Wemby's just going to have the ball all the time. His stats are going to look really good in the NBA is tr really pushing the Wemby stuff. So, in my opinion, I got if, if I had to look into a crystal ball, I'm picking Wemby over Chet for the rookie of the year. Yeah, I I probably lean Wemby as well. What will be fun for both is both have a chance to have like four or five blocks a night. Oh, like they're just lanky, tall. They can play off the ball and just block everything in their in their nucleus. <laughs> <laughs> This this new prototype like type big where it's just slender dudes. I mean, there's not a ton. You look at Bull Bull is another one. Kristaps is kind of another one. Yeah. Um, Kristaps got big though. Yeah, Kristaps has gotten a little hub, so maybe he doesn't fall in this category. But these guys, you know, I I just it's gonna be super interesting to see over the years yeah. how these guys develop and if they even like. I mean, I, I, it's going to be really hard for the for Victor and Chet to not be good. They just have so much potential. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just imagine a if there's a big like Shaq type prospect that comes into the NBA at some point, he's destroying those guys. You know? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. The and the the one nice difference between I guess Chet and Wimby. If you're a Wimby fan, is I I do like Wimby's handling a ton. It's yeah. I've never seen anyone that big be able to break ankles the way that he does. It's it's pretty phenomenal. But both, like you said, Trev, 
massive, massive upside, which transitions have been huge today. There are a lot of cores with massive upside, a lot of young cores. And we were talking before the show, guys, who are some of our favorite cores in the NBA? Young cores, typically 24 or younger, maybe 25 or younger. Um, Trev, I'll start with you. Yeah, so the way we're going to do this um, is once one team is picked, you guys can't pick that team again, okay? So once one team is picked, you can't pick that team. Here are some of the, the teams that, like, obviously, you know, there's teams like, give me, I mean, what's, what's a really good team? Like a, a Mavericks. They, they're not a good team, but they have a Luka Doncic who's 24 years old. You know, you could say him, but I wouldn't say that that's like a young core. Here are some teams to, to choose from for all of us. The Pacers, the Blazers, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Spurs, the Magic, the Pistons, the Jazz. Uh, any others that you guys would throw out there? No? Okay. Um, those are just the teams that come to mind when I think of young cores in the NBA. If I miss one, I'm sorry, Hornets. fan base. The Hornets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young core. Yeah, they are. They, they have are a, young core. They're a young core. Yeah, That's true. They do no, classify. They do. Um, so um, I'm going to go out, and, man, I think it's clear that the Thunder are, without a doubt, the best core in the NBA. Um, we've talked a little bit about them tonight, but they have SGA, Um Obviously, just an absolutely amazing player. Electric. Chet, Giddy, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams. <laughs> they just have so many players, and it's they're adding to it. And every year, I mean, I think I saw something that said they have 35 draft picks in the next five years. Something like that. Wow. Something crazy. So they're just, they're building something crazy. They have like 20 one roster spots right now and they need to cut six players they yeah. have so many dudes yeah that i feel it's such a weird issue to have but that is something they're gonna have to figure out is th although they have you know a just a complete stockhold of all these draft picks you're gonna have to trade some of those yeah um because having 20 picks in five years on paper, like, wow, this is awesome. But it's not an NFL roster. It's an NBA roster with 10 total guys. Yeah. Um, so if you can't get good value back, then, you know, you also don't want to waste those picks on guys that aren't going to play. So, yeah. So you want to be you want to be smart about that as well. And but I, I think, do like that. They, I mean, they are. And they have been. Yeah. They have the best GM in the NBA, and they're going to, at some point, when the time comes and the correct time, when there's a star available, available that they really want, they have the assets to go and get really anyone. You know what would be kind of wild to see is with all the, like, rumors going around of, like, Zion potentially yeah. being available at the Dude. right po uh, package. Yeah. That would be kind of a crazy player for the the Thunder to acquire. Because, like, oh. they have so many assets that they can use to go get a player like that. Yeah. Can you imagine SGA and Zion? With Chet. Which and I mean, Giddy would maybe have to be involved <laughs> yeah. to get that done. But if he wasn't, you could throw Dort in the deal, first round picks, and like automatic, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even their their rookie this year, Case Case and Wallace, yeah, from Kentucky, dog. Yeah, he is insane. They've they drafted also, him really well. They also, I, I don't even know how to say this guy's name, but he's coming Wimbenyama. from Europe. Europe, <laughs> um, Tesla. It's like. <laughs> Vasily Michich. Okay. I don't know if you guys heard of this guy. 
But he's like been like the one of the best players in Europe for like the last four or five years, mm. and like he's now coming over. Wow! And so he's another guard. So it's like they have these guys that like people around the NBA have been like, "Oh man, when is this guy coming over?" Or like, "When is Mister Silly coming?" <laughs> <laughs> I actually have heard of this guy, and from a former professional basketball scout that scouted guys overseas said that this dude has the potential to come into the NBA and be an all-star. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. Faku. That's insane. Like, just out of nowhere, this guy yeah. is just randomly coming over. He came over and signed yeah. with, with the team. Which, <laughs> he's, crazy. He's 29 years old. Can he be? He could be rookie of the year. Be, he could be rookie yeah. of the year. Sleeper. Sleeper pick. Should hey. we all make a bet? Should we put some money down? On yeah, let's put money down. Okay. $10 each after the show. We'll do it on the the odds are probably insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you... You'd be a millionaire. You'd be able to buy how many Teslas you think? I, let me think. <laughs> One Tesla, two Tesla, three Tesla, four. <laughs> At least four Teslas. <laughs> All right, so I choose I choose the Thunder. That's awesome. Um, I'll go next, Christian. I'll let you think about yours. Um, I love the Indiana Pacers. Uh, <laughs> what car is that? Uh, Tesla. Okay, nice. <laughs> um... As much as I want to choose Will Hardy and the the Jazz because I'm just a Will Hardy guy, um, what the Pacers have started to build is awesome. It feels like they have just stocked up on talented guards as well. Um, Andrew Nimhard, Tyrese Halliburton, now Bruce Brown, um, and then obviously Benedict Mathurin as well. You, you're look Matherin, excuse me, <laughs> Matherin. No, I'm just I'm just laughing how you just. Casually threw Bruce Brown in there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a legend. He's an enemy. That's why you picked the faces. You just wanted to talk about the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Tyrese Halliburton's great, but let me tell you about Bruce Brown. NBA champion. He's an NBA champion. Had the game-winning basket. Blah, 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 blah. Bruce Brown. Um, but no, I, I, Obi Toppin, Obi ain't no stopping. Obi Toppin, baby. I, I, Obi Toppin's really interesting. They kind of did the same thing with, uh, Jalen Smith last year where it was like, <laughs> let's you, bring, you were so high on him. Oh, I did a whole thing. Yeah. I was like, here's my sleeper player. <laughs> Jalen Smith, he, he got benched like 10 games into the year. <laughs> he was not good. He was not good. But Obi Toppin feels like a similar project of, he didn't necessarily work out in New York. We know he has upside. Let's see how he does with a team that really has some pieces. Now they're trying to see what fits. And they have some older guys um, like Miles Turner. Oh. <laughs> whoa. 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 Oh, cracky wacky. Um, like Miles Turner. So um, I, I do like what the Pacers are building, uh, especially in the East, like we've said, where. The door is more open than we realize. You can get good and be competitive for a championship very quickly. Yeah, and having Tyrese Halliburton as the head of the snake, that's going to go a long way for yeah. a young core because he is so mature, and he's the kind of leader that has like that championship leader potential. I, I totally agree. He's a, and he's a top-five distributor in the league, yeah, top he, three. Uh, he's, he's, he's amazing. He's easily going to be like one of the best point guards in our league like in a matter of a few years. It's crazy. Yeah, Jairus Walker, too, their draft pick has looked really good in summer league. Christian and I were talking earlier before the pod just about his the eye test. He's so big, and defensively, he looks really good in Las mm. Vegas. But also, he's the way that he can handle the ball and his athleticism, Like he just looks like a guy that's going to dominate yeah. in the NBA. He's like a man amongst boys, Yeah, which is just insane. Yeah, the Pacers are really good because you still have guys, too, that are like, 
like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, that if you even wanted to trade those pieces, you can get like a decent return. Yeah. Mm. You know, if a team that wants to be more competitive, like let's randomly just say the Lakers for whatever reason, um, and they like trade for Buddy Heald, like you can get a guy like that's like Max Chris Christie or their their first round pick this year too. So it's like you can get some younger players back too that if you wanted to help continue to build your core up like you can go get some players um yeah i mean i like the pacers it's a that's a great choice thank and you christian yeah great choice they cleared Thanks, up a, a lot of space for their their guards to trading chris duarte which just opens up more space for benedict and and tyrese just to thrive and mm-hmm. bruce brown bruce brown i was gonna say shout out us we got to mention a, a now sacramento king and a former right. denver nugget that's right that's I had, why we love small I had ball to. you had to I had only well, i right. said buddy healed oh yeah nice job guys all right, always Christian. talking about our teams. Yeah, um, you know, I I wanted to say the Thunder, but it was just like too obvious. Like everyone knows that. Well, like, also because he can't, because I picked him. Well, like we <laughs> talked about talked about it before the show, and you know, we were talking about one of us talking about the Thunder, and I just didn't. I lost the spark. Okay. You know? Oh. Um. So the the team that I'm going to talk about is the Houston Rockets, <laughs> and I knew Trevor would dislike this. Great pick, Christian. Um, thanks, Trevor. Uh, thanks <gasps> <a lot. laughs> um, I just think that Tari Eason, um, Jabari Smith Jr., Sengun, Jalen Green, those four. Amen, Thompson. I was getting there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I think those four is a good start. And then now you're adding Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore um, to that core. So they have right there like six guys that are all under like 22 uh, that can just play. I mean, Cam Whitmore was supposed to be a top five pick this year and fell to 20 because of his interview process. Maybe some injury. injury. Um, But, I mean, he was still considered a top five pick. Mm. Um, So he has talent. Um, The only thing that like I hate about the Rockets is their free agency signings. I think – Hiring or signing Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks for their contracts is insane. I don't, I think that they can be good um, role models, you could say, in the locker room, some veteran leadership. But like, they're getting in the way of guys like Eamon Thompson, who he's 6'7, but he could play point guard and probably should play point guard or mm. two guard. Um, he averaged like nine assists in G League playoffs. Something like that. Wow. It was yeah. insane. He's a great facilitator. Yeah, it's like those types of players are getting in the way of playing time. So I would have preferred if they maybe they brought in a guy who, I don't know, is an older player that, you know, can play, but then also doesn't need to play. Like Jeff Green. Sure. Yeah, exactly like Jeff Green. Or even like a Monte Morris. Would have, oh. been a, would have been awesome. Would have been awesome for him because it's like a guy who can play, but like he's totally fine coming off the bench. But Houston, now their contracts were were, were bad. Um, they had to spend a certain amount of money though, didn't they? Or yeah, all teams do. All yeah. teams have to spend a certain amount of money. 
I don't know if they were at a point where they absolutely were like, we need, they didn't need to go out and throw that much Fred Van Fleet, like 60 mil a year. That's in, that's <laughs> NBA champion Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> Cause it's just, the thing is, it's like, it's making those, 44. I think like a year. Fred and Dylan Brooks are, they're like good players. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's just like, you can't move those contracts. Like who wants to p- pay Fred like 50 million a year? Yeah. For like, three years. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like, who Brooks was four, Fred three. Yeah, and Brooks's deal got changed. It was four years, 80 mil, and then it got changed to a signing trade where it's four years, 86 mil with incentives that can get up to Playoffs, 90. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so it's like, holy crap. Like, imagine paying Dylan Brooks, like, four years, $93 million for a guy who is, like, a role player at best. Yeah. So are we talking bad about the Rockets or – or good. <laughs> so, anyways, their young core <laughs> is awesome. Their young core is awesome. I think they just have a lot of athleticism, uh, and having Sengun could be fun. I mean, we've seen how like Jokic plays and how Sabonis plays. Like we we see that's like kind of a trend, almost starting is um, a passing big, uh, and just with their athleticism, a lot of cutting, uh, it could be quite. Oh, a it fun can go show. such a long way, and. Yeah. You know, that that unlocked Denver's offense, and Houston has a chance to replicate it um, because we've seen it. Sacramento does it. I'm laughing just because it always comes back to the Kings and the Nuggets. But the Kings and Nuggets do it, and I think Houston can look at that and say, we can absolutely replicate it. We have guys who can – maybe they're not the same level players, but we have this youth movement that that would help them out a ton if, if you're willing to just yeah. – Except your role. I like Sangoon a lot. You guys know this, but I, I don't. Sangoonie. I'm a Sangoonie for sure. I don't know if he's necessarily. I mean, from the high post, he's going to facilitate. Uh, I, I just don't see him like facilitating. Maybe he could play into that kind of role and grow into it, like a Sabonis or Jokic's, where when they get the rebound, they turn and they push it up the floor and they're leading the fast break sometimes. Um, I don't know if Sengun's quite there yet. Like he's done that before maybe here and there. Um, but those guys do it consistently. What I do like about Sengun is more of a comparison to, to a Pau Gasol. He has great post moves and his footwork down there is, you're not seeing players do this anymore. Like he's such a magician in the post and he's just making guys miss jump all of that. Mm. Now you see me now you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Alperen Sengun. Where is he from again? Uh, Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gobble gobble. Gobble 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 (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Why don't we call him the gobbler? That would be awesome. Is that offensive to people of Turkey? No, it's an animal. It's not bad. He's the gobbler because he's, he's the gobbling gobbler. up teams. He's gobbling up rebounds. He's gobbling up points. Jalen Green. And he's serving dishes. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah. Great. Hey, great pick, Christian. Hey, thanks. Yep. Yeah, great pick, everyone. Um, yeah. Well, guys, I have one other thing that um, – something new to the small ball show, and uh, it's called – Guess that player. So if you've listened to the Small Ball Podcast before, we have tried trivia in the past and had some issues, but we've kind of retooled it, a little retooling that's needed to be a successful championship team. This retooling, they have Trevor and Christian and Andy. Producer Andy has been here this whole time. 
It's been a silent episode from Andy. All three, I'm going to airdrop them a photo of a player's start of the season or when they were drafted and their stats throughout their career. We won't know the team that they play for. We just know when they started their career, when they end their career, and their points per game. All right. And what? what? You're going to airdrop that? I'm going to airdrop it to you guys right now. Okay. So um, this part might be a little awkward, so we can we can cut this. No, we'll leave it in. We're yeah. we're a natural pod. This isn't. Yeah. This is all natural. This yeah. show is presented. Uh, this segment is presented by Tesla. And this is a <laughs> this is a Tesla segment. So um, okay. we're gonna project this on the screen of the Tesla Draft, outside. Drafted in 2010. Yes. Okay, so he's had some good seasons. He was a. One, two, three, four, so five, six, player. seven time all-star. Active player. Active player. Seven time all-star. So he uh he averaged twenty-eight points per game in 2018, 2019, and averaged two steals and led the league in steals that season. Whoa. I have a guess of who it is. Um dun, 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 Christian, you have any dun, dun, any dun. things that you're seeing here? Um, what's interesting to me is that he was an all-star in 2022-23 and 2020 and 2021 and then 2018-2019. So there's two years where yeah. he missed being an all-star. Yeah. So. Yeah. And mm, this is tough. He, he definitely to me looks like a, a forward, um, just based on rebounding and his assists. He's a good facilitator. Um, okay. I am going to take my guess. This may be way wrong. I'm, I'm going to guess Paul George. Okay. Christian. And you guys are allowed to guess same player, but if you think Trevor guess stinks, you're allowed to guess your own player. No, I don't, I don't think his guess stinks. That was honestly the player I was thinking of as well, just because the defensibility of Paul George and then his scoring ability. Like, this player literally averaged, like, 20 points since his fourth year. And then there was, like, one one year where he had eight points, and that was because he was probably injured for most of the year. All right. Um, Lock, lock those guesses in. Um, Andy. Okay, I don't know when this player was drafted. I was just kind of throwing out a name so we can move forward to the answer because I want to know now. And I'm guessing Tobias Harris. Okay, Toby, Christian, what was your guess? I guess Paul with, with Trevor. Guys, the correct answer? Paul George. Let's go, boy. <laughs> Come on. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. I can do a second one if you really want me to, or we can just do the one for the show. We can do one more, but with a 30-second 30 30 time second. limit. Okay, give me one second. Okay. Um, Christian, tell me uh, tell me about what's been going on with you, man. <laughs> uh, you know, just chilling. Hey, oh, one guy I wanted to kind of talk about yeah. in the Summer League. Um, Keontae George. Tell me about him. Utah Jazz. Tell me about him. His first game, he had like 33 points. Wow. Um, he was he's a rookie. Uh, drafted by them. Drafted by the Jazz. Nice. Uh, a lot of people thought he would have, his weaknesses was athleticism and shooting. Mm. And then he just came out just guns a-blazing. Mm. Um, That's nice. 
it's 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 encouraging for a jazz fan. It is. You know, to see that, to have Lori, to have John Collins. Yeah. Ochai Akbaji. I love him. I love him. He's he's good too. He is good. Jordan Clarkson came back. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, Walker Kessler. Yeah, dude, yeah, they're him. they're going to be good next year. They also have Taylor Hendricks, mm. who they drafted like in the lottery, so yeah. he's going to be good as well. Yeah. All right, guys, you ready for this? Whew. Yep. Well ready. done. Give it to us. Airdrop that. We are getting our second player. We have 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Wow. Okay. Drafted in 2005. Years. Oh, we can't see if they're all stars or not. Yeah, change that up. He was an all stars third season. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a point guard. I got. I got my guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's easy. Um, is it easy? Is it easy? I also have my guess. Twenty three. Chris Paul. Andy. Chris Paul. Christian. The correct answer, Chris Paul. Boom. I just didn't, I just didn't want to agree. Two no. for two. Two for two. Well, that's the end of our maybe a nice revamp trivia segment. I like that. that yeah, was that fun. was really nice. That's um, good. And that concludes another great show of the Small Ball Podcast. Anything you guys want to say? Any final remarks? Um, I just hope everyone drives home safe. Yeah. Good luck with the gas pumps. <laughs> um, let's just say it's been on electric... You know, last 12 hours for me. Okay, Christian, thank you. Well, for Andy, Christian, and Trevor, I'm Scott Harris. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week. Eli! Hey, thanks for watching. Before you leave, make sure you like and subscribe. We're the only NBA show that focuses only on covering small to mid-market teams. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Small Ball Podcast. Have a great day.